This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. I think when when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try and then select take our quiz. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Bachelor Nation. We are so excited for today's episode because we have a few of our absolute favorites back in the studio with us. I'm over here looking at Rachel, pouring out the champagne and coffee because it's one of those mornings. Uh, But we cannot wait to just talk life after Bachelor again with some of our favorite fellas. We got Garrett and Brian in the house. They're back. They're back. You can't get rid of them. Glad to be here again. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I was you. like, wait, Brian. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> I do this all the time. I'm thrilled. I can't catch a break. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like it's a guy, a guy thing. No, but we're so happy to have you here just because you're the man in our life. And I feel like, well, we had such a successful double date the first time when we did this on the Mm -hmm. podcast so why not do this again but I feel like we didn't get to just talk about life and life after the bachelor Rhett (laughs) wait don't you always say the bachelor I always say the bachelor even though we were on the bachelorette I'm like yeah I was on the bachelor Bachelor it's just like a a general term but anyways I feel like the questions we get the most and I'm curious about you guys is what what happens after Mm -hmm. you know there's the day 
Oh, and our fifth co-host today is Minnow. She's Aww. back with us again, guys. She, she always wants, gets upset when we don't acknowledge her. So she wants her voice to be Minnow. heard. She'll she, tell you about life after the Bachelor for yeah. real. Well, she's a part of life after the Bachelor. <laughs> she is. We need to talk about our little dog babies. Yeah. I don't oh. know why I said that because I do not consider my dog a dog. So are just our babies. Our babies. He's not an animal. Um, I'm sure. I know we, we we're obsessed. <laughs> so I know you think about that the same way. I feel like everyone knows. You see our journey. You see us fall in love. You don't see our little rendezvous where we have our you know happy couple weekends. Mm-hmm. You see us on stage. We announce who we're with. We go to New York. We do all this press, and then that's it. Don't you feel weird? Like you're in. I'm curious to know how you feel because you're in this weird place where you're like, all right, now you kind of start dating. Mm-hmm. This is reality. Where do you go from here? Yeah. What did you guys do first? It's it was a whirlwind to say the least. I think I never realized how just insanely like passionate the Bachelor Nation family is because when I came off of the Bachelor, I went straight into Bachelorette. Like we did our after the final rose, and then my phone was taken away, and I did, I did ooh, I like that sound, <laughs> and then and then I became Bachelorette. So it wasn't really until Garrett and I were finally in public where our life really started where we definitely got to know each other very well while we were still in hiding in the happy couple houses because you're stuck in a house for days on end um but it was just like after that real life hit us where do we live what are we going to do after this all those questions and and you're trying to form this new relationship with the entire world watching you and having a say and so it was an adjustment. I think neither one of us were prepared for, I just think, the notoriety that came with it. I mean, and Garrett, I can't speak for you, but I was I was blown away. I didn't really know how to handle it. I felt like I was like this little fresh baby out of the womb that like didn't know how to live at first. Um, so it, it was a, probably the biggest changing moment of my life, I would say. And then we kind of just figured it out. Garrett and I decided like where we wanted to live together, what we wanted to do, how we wanted our life to look post-show being normal. Um, But yeah, Garrett, what would you say? (laughs) Yeah, it was obviously... Everything she said? (laughs) Yeah, everything you said, but like drinking water from a fire hose. I mean, it was all... You're taking all this stuff in that you've never experienced or done before, and it's just like put on your lap now. And the thing that I had trouble with was we had... She's obviously halfway across the country, and now we're both in places where we don't want to go. So she didn't want to come to Reno. I didn't want to go there. Mm -hmm. And then it's like almost figuring that aspect out. And then once you do figure out that you want to move in together, that's like the hugest step from the show, you know, other than being engaged on the show or not being engaged, but just being together and then deciding like, we're going to move our lives in together and just join them up. was it was, I don't know, it was... Yeah, and I think those happy couple weekends are, are clutch because at that moment you realize, okay, you know, we've had basically cabin fever with each other for mm-hmm. four or five days. We're yeah. not sick mm-hmm. of each other. <laughs> like, you know, the relationships are just getting better. Uh-huh. And I think that the conversations that were had during those times is when, you know, you're able to kind of establish what you guys are going to do moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um for Rachel and I, I think we always kept communication. I mean, we were FaceTiming every day, yeah. talking multiple times a day. So, you know, those two weeks in between didn't really seem like a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then, you know, once we were together, you know, we talked about 
you know, we were all, we were both on the same page yeah. as far as, you know, my career allowed me the ability to move to any state pretty much. And she was still barred in Texas and working. So I was like, you know what, let's just go to Texas. He made it very easy for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the commitment was there. You right. know what I mean? Like we wanted to be together. That came first. And, you know, that's that's what we're going to make happen. I think it's interesting what you said, Becca, about the being in the womb, because what you underestimate, and this is advice to any future batch people coming to be a part of the Bachelor franchise, if you make it this far, is that you are so protected when no one knows who you chose. Mm-hmm. People are guessing, maybe they're listening to the blogs or on Reddit or whatever, but they don't know. So you're in this bubble of, I found my person, I'm so in love, you know, production is still putting you up, mm-hmm. and it's like that bubble burst when you have to say, okay, this is who I picked. And now Mm -hmm. all these opinions come flooding in about what you should or shouldn't have done. Mm -hmm. And I know for Brian and I, we face so much backlash. Like I got so much backlash for picking Brian, Mm -hmm. even though I knew my decision, I knew I made the right decision. And, and I'm very curious, like for us. So the first day, and I've spoken about this before, but I don't know if I've ever told you. And I know I never told you, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> but when we did that media round in New York, everybody was asking us questions mm-hmm. about the guy I didn't pick. Right. And it became so heavy because I was in a place of, well, I'm still under contract. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to bite the hand that's feeding me. But at the same time, I want to honor and protect my relationship. Mm-hmm. How do I respect Brian, but then also respect the process? Right. And it got to a point where... We were at at ahead with each other because I couldn't find the fine line. And we just had to clear everybody out of the room and it just be the two of us. And I bawled mm-hmm. like I just needed a good cry. I was so frustrated. And we just kind of held each other in that moment and were like, you know what? It's us against the world. Mm-hmm. We know what we have. We don't need it. We need to ignore all of the outside noise and we need to be a united front and face this this together. Mm-hmm. And it was after that that we were like, you know what, if we can get through this and we know we have each other's back backs, then we can get through anything. Right. So I'm very curious as, as to how it was for you guys, because mm-hmm. we cheers it, to that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cheers. 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 <laughs> I, I'm very curious. Cheers. Cheers to having backs. <laughs> I'm very curious as to how it was for you guys, because. You're on a plane. You're not really on social media. You're dead mm-hmm. tired. You're taking a red eye. You land. And then it's like, boom, your phone goes it's, off. And that's the thing. No one can expect it. When you watch the finale, you watch those couple hours go down. The couple's on stage. You li- literally hop on a plane, take the red eye. You're exhausted. You're still in the ha- same hair and makeup that you were on stage yeah. the night before. And they're like, okay, you have to go do GMA. You have to be on live TV. You have to give all these interviews. It's like a full day of nonstop interviews and you're you're talking about the same thing and it, and that what I experienced personally is like it was such a happy moment I was so excited to finally share like Garrett is my number one pick like we're together it's the two of us now but the media doesn't always want to to interview like the happy like show the happy side of things they want they to want talk the about drama. the yeah. drama the runner up how do you think he's feeling they want to they it takes away and when we were on stage with Chris during after the final rose we of course had to address it but you have you only have so much time you can say a statement and apologize and so the next day I felt like we were constantly saying the same thing over and over and over and and it really kind of put a damper on like that first beginning to the relationship because you just want to be excited you, you like you're in that honeymoon phase and you can't be 
And so that day, it's a, it's exhausting. So I can totally see why you were like, everyone needs to get out. We need our moment. Like, we need to just be alone. I think Garrett and I got to the point that day where I think we were being interviewed. I think it was over the phone. We had all of these <laughs> media people on the phone, and we're sitting in this room trying to answer these questions and the way that these reporters were asking the questions were so like run they weren't asking direct questions first of all and so oh Garrett and I gosh. were looking at each other like are we losing our minds here are we like living in an alternate alternate universe where we don't know like what is going on and we just burst out laughing like I thought we were I losing our minds I my face with a pillow because yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to be like rude on the interview so I was laughing so hard and then it like triggered this chain reaction of laughs and to it, this interview and it was terrible yeah, it was so bad because we were exhausted. We were, had been talking about the same thing. And so it wasn't until that night where... Also, too, we did not realize... Okay, I'm from small-town Minnesota. Garrett is from Central California. We did not realize, like, once you leave the interviews that day, like, paparazzi is following you. I never oh, yeah. thought that that was going to be a thing. In my wildest dreams, yeah. I never thought paparazzi would have gotten in a car and chased us. I was like, what the heck is going on? I was so out of my element. We were just... We could not have fathomed it. TMZ and so, owned like a monster truck and was like driving over cars through. Yeah, like running red lights, lights, everything. <laughs> we were actually just talking about this day, like paparazzi. I'm like, I knew what happened for like Princess Diana and like important people. Mm -hmm. Like, why the hell are they chasing us to get a photo of us walking into a hotel? It was yeah. so strange. And so it wasn't until we got into our hotel room. And I think it was like seven at night. We literally sat down, ordered room service, and Garrett didn't even eat. I think he just passed out right away. And that was our first day together in public. I think that sounds about right. Yeah, for us. yeah. You just kicked <laughs> up you your feet. Exhausted. And, yes, yeah. you're just drained. Yeah. And then the next. So then, I think because you go from zero to a hundred immediately. Mm -hmm. You know, when the show's done, it's like you don't really know the impact you have on people being on the show, and like they don't almost look at you as a person. They look at you as like some figure that they watch on TV. Yeah. And it's so fake. It, yeah, it's, it's fake. Yeah. No, what's crazy is that, so, oh I mean, talk, touching on that, they've seen you on their TV screens for how many weeks. Yeah. They mm -hmm. feel like they really know you. Yeah. And I, I always, we always talk about this with, you know, let's say like a Leonardo DiCaprio, like somebody sees him out, like they're not going to run up on them. Like they do Rachel. Like mm -hmm. I remember a basketball game, like, some girl just like literally grabs her by the shoulder. Oh my yeah. god, Rachel! I was gonna yeah, ask like, you, do you guys whoa, get personal space? No, exactly. Like, yeah, it's like people, I, same. people will grab thing. you. They like, like you would never do that to a normal person or a stranger. Like you would never just go up and and they have just there, there's like this lack of boundaries yeah. that I think people think that they know you because they've seen your love story exactly. unfold. But it's that's the part that was really uncomfortable for us. Where Garrett knows, like I was, I had such bad anxiety for the longest time where I didn't even want to go grocery shopping. I didn't want to do any normal things. I, I did not want to leave my apartment because I was so on edge. Like who's going to grab me? Who's going to make a scene? Who and and I make that sound so bad. Like I don't want to be. No, like that's I'm so not appreciative had, of the yeah. world and all the opportunities and like the love and support. But there's also like a like I'm still a human. I still need my time and my space. And so that part was really tough. And then you get put in these situations like in public. Uh, not too long after that, the following month, we were in Nashville and we went to my school was playing um, Vanderbilt. So I went out there with some friends and we went out for the night and she literally we were drinking a little bit, but, you know, not heavily or anything. And she got bombarded by these girls and they cornered her and for me i'm like and she's literally trying to get through and they're grabbing her like handling her trying to take pictures and for me i'm like what do i do in this instance you know because 
do I grab the girl that's grabbing her and try to like move her off? What is this girl going to say to me or what's going to get reported to me? Everybody's phones are out. And so I was just caught in this like super stress out because I'm like, I wanted to throw this person like down the stairs is how angry I felt because they had her just cornered and she was like freaking out. But luckily one of our girlfriends was was there who, Addie, if you're listening, thank you. She like, she was like (laughs) the bulldog that came in and like pushed them off and like pulled me. It was insane. I never expected that. Yeah. In college, colleges are the worst. That's what we have come to realize. Mm -hmm. That is where most of the fans are, (laughs) and they just corner you. Like we've got, we're we're big sports fans, so we go to Mm -hmm. games, and that's Mm -hmm. just where it becomes overwhelming. But I think it's important for you to say this and for people to hear it because they think, oh, they are on TV. They just want to be famous, Mm -hmm. and it's it's like. No, that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. We are normal people. We, you guys were very similar to what we did. When it was over, we tried to figure ourselves out, build our foundation, mm-hmm. and live a normal life. Yeah, right. you, we do things here and there on TV, but we weren't like out and about trying to be seen. Mm-hmm. We yeah. went to Dallas. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, I think people need to hear that kind of stuff because what you also don't realize is all of the odds are against you. You are not meant to be, honestly, you are not meant to have a successful relationship. So when you see it happen, like you guys, and I'm talking like to our listeners, when you see it happen, please know that the work was put in to make that relationship successful. Mm -hmm. It's not like this magical experience where it's like, you know, you have to watch your significant other navigate 30 plus other relationships. You have to relive that experience when you've been living outside of it for months. Mm -hmm. You have to deal with millions of people having their outside opinions on your relationship. Mm -hmm. Then you have to convince your family because sometimes your family, like for us, we had to say, I remember my dad was like, you guys are infatuated (laughs) with each other. Give it a year and then we'll see where you are. So it's like you're trying to convince so many people of what you have. It's honestly easier to just give up. Right. And and is it one of the questions that we get the most, or at least that I do, is it real? Yeah. Is mm-hmm. the bachelor is the bachelor oh, yeah. real? Totally. Yeah. yeah. They think it's all scripted and fake and that like you have this certain time frame or contract that when it's done, it's like you do whatever. Yeah. It's and people think that we're like millionaires from the show. I'm like, <laughs> I quit my medical sales job and I got paid zero, you know, to do this or anything <laughs> yeah. after. Because people still to yeah. this day are like, oh my God, where are you guys going to dinner tonight? Does ABC pay for that? Yeah. No, they don't pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> people people see the Instagrams and all these, they're like, oh my gosh, your, your relationship is perfect and it's so easy and you're just going to travel all the time. It's like, you put probably an extra work because you're combining two lives that you're nowhere near each other to begin with. You're combining those lives. You're figuring it out with the entire world. Well, not I shouldn't say the entire world, but a big chunk yeah. of people weighing in. Like even to this day, I suppose I mind. also get people commenting on different photos or messaging me being like, I'm still mad you didn't choose like Blake or I'm so mad that you sent Jason yeah. home. It's like th- the ship has sailed. This is yeah. two years we get later. It yeah. <laughs> it's like it's it just blows my mind the stuff that people still say and want for you. Oh, and how Even about the people that went to Body Language University? where they see you out. It's like, oh, Rachel yes. wasn't smiling for 10 seconds yeah. straight. You guys. They're unhappy. They're, they're about to break up. Did y'all <laughs> deal with that? Because that gives me, oh, we, yeah. we had that anxiety, I will say, right after the show. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the pressure of, oh, we, maybe we need to hold hands or we need to look like we're laughing and smiling mm-hmm. and happy because we went to one thing 
and I remember like Brian was like trying to find an Uber. I was focused on someone else, something else. And they were like, they weren't even interacting. Brian was ignoring her. And it was like, oh my gosh, people are watching you yeah. like crazy. Yeah. 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 They're like, oh, this is a total business relationship. Yeah. It's like, I was literally trying to get an Uber. I think I was going to a shoot. <laughs> yeah. She was already working there. So I was just like, babe, what's the address to where we're going yeah. next? It, they'll, they'll pick apart any little thing, yeah. any, anything that you say, you do, you, if you touch, you don't touch, whatever it is, like you hear about it. It's, and that's another thing too, that drives me crazy is, well, you're a chiropractor. Yeah. Yeah. Chiropractor. So it's like a lot of the times now it's like, people are like, do you work? Are you ever going to work again? And it's like, you, what she's doing here is work. What, you know, being yeah. on the bachelor life on stage is work. You yeah. Know? I do have more uh, right on now with, than I ever did. Yeah. Other companies is work. It's like, it's not like we just quit working and we got this royalty from being on the show. We're right. out. Like it's actually made it harder for me. Cause now it's like going out and finding business on a constant basis. And it's not anything, you know, that is, I like before when I was in sales and whatnot, it was like I was doing the same thing, but within a confined territory and I knew what I was going after, but now it's changed. So yeah. it's like, we're still working and I don't know. You're just trying to figure everyone. Everyone in life is trying to figure it out. A good <laughs> point. Let me, let, let's just, let's just talk to our <laughs> listeners because I read a statistic. Don't ask me where I saw it from. <laughs> Could have been Instagram, but no, it was a real article that said 86% of people want to be social media influencers. Like this new generation. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to call them. Z double a, I don't know what we're on at this point. I don't even know what I am, <laughs> but we're millennials technically, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. but, and I don't consider myself one, but technically by age you mm -hmm. are. So d gen double a, mm -hmm. they want to be influencers. And I think that you bring up a really good point about how it does hinder you when you're trying to have a career. People mm -hmm. see you and they think, oh, they've got it made, that's it, life yeah. is set. Like but when you're trying to, to enter the yeah. real world, people don't give a fuck. Uh -huh. right. Like I, nobody, I didn't watch the show before, so mm -hmm. I was around a lot of people who didn't. They're like, oh, you're on The Bachelor, who cares? I yeah. remember, people think that I did got ESPN because it's affiliated with ABC. What I have to remind people is, I went to ESPN right after the show, and I was like, this is it. When you and were I have your a, hottest. When I was yeah, at my yeah. hottest, I have a sports management background and I studied sports law. So I'm like, I am qualified <laughs> yeah. for this. I got this. Yeah. And they were like, we love you, but no. Our sports audience doesn't look at you and say she knows sports. They look at you as the bachelorette. Mm -hmm. And I am at the top, the, my most popular. I had to spend a year of flying myself out for free. Granted, The Bachelor gives me a platform and it opens doors for me, Correct. but it was my job to keep myself there. Mm -hmm. I had to pay for myself to just to build a reel to get the experience to be where I am two and a half years later now. It is not easy mm -hmm. unless you just want to sell stuff. And then you have to remember six months later, a whole new batch of contestants yeah. are coming yeah. in unless they don't you, care about you do something no. that's just centered around Bachelor right. and still you're competing against past contestants. Mm -hmm. They didn't offer everybody Bachelor Live on stage. My phone didn't ring for it. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There are a number of other Bachelorettes. They didn't call all these other people. They gave it to you. So you're competing against so many people. Like, mm -hmm. I'm giving credit. I'm making a joke, but I'm giving credit to you. <laughs> Thank you, Rach. Yeah, yeah it's, it's people see, like... 
what I like what I've lately have encountered is like because I have be the label the loungewear line they're like you don't Which do I anything yeah, thank you they, but they're like you don't do anything you just slap your name on it it's like no I go to meetings oh all gosh. the time I'm in photo shoots all the time I'm with the designers picking out fabrics and colors and prints and coming up with like I'm there more People often than like, not oh, and I'm not getting nice. paid that much for yeah. it like I will say it's more of just like it's for me work and it's a great creative outlet but it's not just like slap it's not just me endorsing one product yeah. and slapping my name on it it's so much more than that and people my my thing is like I would never go up to somebody I don't know and be like do you work do you have a 401k how much do you get paid what do you do like that's none of my business if you are doing something that is fulfilling you and bettering yourself and and working towards some goal that's all I need to know like good for you and people, I think, because they they feel like they know us and they see everything, they want to know all aspects. They're, they just want to know every single detail yeah. about your life. They think that they have a say in it. And I don't think we're saying, listen, people, we're not saying that we're like not to feel grateful. sorry for us. Yeah. 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 This right. is yeah. an amazing platform and it gives you amazing opportunities. And I think we can all agree it has changed our lives for the better mm-hmm. in every single way. Yes. But don't forget that it requires work. Mm -hmm. Like, it just doesn't happen for you and that's it and you've got the golden ticket. It requires some work as well. It doesn't come easy. Otherwise, everybody would be doing this that's been on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Amen. 100%. I forgot my next question. I, I, like, I, li- I literally looked out at the paper and I was like, oh no, we're just shooting the shit. This is good. <laughs> like, playing into, like, how much worlds have changed and and just what we're kind of thrown into post-show. Like, for Garrett, even this podcast today, like, he was a little nervous. And because and he, like, he'll, he'll still watch the show and he's still wrapped up in a little bit. But he's not, which I love about him, he's not, like, wrapped up in doing all these appearances and these media interviews and all this craziness. And he's just like, I just want to sit back and, like, drink a beer on my couch and chill. So even, like, for him to be here, props to you, Garrett. Oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> he is not a fan. Same whore people. I don't think anybody <laughs> thinks that about either one of well, you. No, then they're quick to label you. Oh, they're just trying to be relevant. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah. Don't you? Oh, that's that's, that's the what line. we should yeah. talk about. It's what like do we hate the most? Oh, yeah. People oh, say. What do I need Nobody to do to be relevant? Let's be like, like, well, you I actually want to know. Well, you post something relevant, you know, relevant piece of shit. I'm like, unless you're on the show for that second of the day, like you're not relevant. God, I love that. But why does that have to be? I mean, let's be honest. There are people in the franchise who do think. Things to stay relevant. Oh, totally. But I wouldn't say anybody here does something like even this podcast. We're not doing it to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were on this show. We have a like a unique perspective. Right. We love sitting here talking to each other. I mean, my God, we're dressed alike today. And we even <laughs> we are matching in tracksuits, guys. If it's, you can't see, it's just a fun outlet. And I think that when you're a part of the franchise. You kind of want to keep your toe in it and stay connected to it in some way because mm-hmm. it did do so much for you. Right. But it's not like we're doing things for attention. Right. Yeah. For who? Exactly. Yeah. And for that's, what? Don't yeah. confuse me with some other people and I'm not going to name names. <laughs> like, I, I said yes to doing this podcast with you because, like, Rachel, when you had me on as guest, I had such a good time. Yeah, so much it's fun. just, like, fun for me to do, to, like, chat for a couple hours about, about the show that everyone watches. Like, that's why I'm, I'm not doing it to 
build my I don't even know how to like build a following or like whatever the kids are doing these days like, let's be honest, <laughs> I like the outdoors like hunting and fishing and stuff like that uh-huh. and the platform isn't really built around that yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> post pictures of like fish and ducks and people are like oh my you're God. a terrible human being sometimes I'm like watch this Becca <laughs> or whatever post, post. she's like oh my god yeah <laughs> here come the trolls yeah right? here they come yeah they come flying do out of nowhere do you feel like you want to give advice to people who are coming after you in the franchise and maybe this is more direct like you guys probably Karen and Brian are like no whatever <laughs> but Becca do you feel the pressure to like you're seeing these people come up you're seeing them go through it you probably mm-hmm. have people reach out to you and, and guys maybe you do too I don't mean to count you out do you feel the pressure to like let me let me help you out a little oh, bit I wouldn't say the pressure but I think I wanted especially like right after my season there was so much change and I didn't know where to turn to and I really struggled with that that I more so wanted to be a place that the girls from Colton season felt like they could come to and ask did questions. Did I reach out to you? I'm pretty sure I did. I think you I okay. think a lot of, a lot of the girls sure did. did. Yeah, yeah. You did, Caitlin did. It might have ended there, but I definitely reached <laughs> out to you. No, but well because even like even the advice when you and Jojo and Caitlin came on prior to my season helped so much. Um no, but a lot of the girls did reach out, which helps okay. tremendous tremendously because I it, it just it was a weird world and I didn't know where to turn, what to do. At that point I couldn't really talk about what had happened because I was still the show was still airing and so I wanted to be a person that they felt like they could come to and ask advice or just vent um and and I really and I still want to be that so if there's anyone out there on the show listening like please feel free like you can reach out um please don't feel like we're tearing your part on this podcast but (laughs) but I think it's different now because my I was coming at it from an aspect of like Social media is crazy. You're being bombarded with all of this noise and you just really don't know where to turn. And and you get you hear the best things ever and you hear the worst things ever. And I struggled with that. And so I wanted to come from a place of like we we all get that feedback. Like, don't take it to heart. Like if you need someone that's like there just as like a venting somebody to vent to or cry with like uh, I can be that person now it now it's kind of hard because I think like a lot of people go on expecting that social media attention which I didn't I didn't go on expecting that so I'm, I came at it from a different way now I think they're maybe more seasoned and like want that yeah um people say that yeah we had Demi on the show she said it mm-hmm. I interviewed Jimmy Mc- Jimmy I interviewed Jenny <laughs> McCarthy a while back mm-hmm. she said it and she's like, it's kind of a sign of the times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, people are going, walking onto the show with like 100,000 followers. Right. Like, I didn't oh, even I have a Twitter like when I came on The Bachelor. Yeah. I just still, to this day, don't even know how to use Twitter that well. I'll like tweet out once a week, but... Yeah, I didn't even think of an Instagram following when I went on the show yeah. until I came out of the shower and there was like a group of guys in the bedroom talking about the followers after. Who did, who, who did that? I... What were their rather names? Not say. Yeah, I'd rather not no, say. No, get out of there. If I had to, I could, I could take I could, a gamble. I could, I could guess. I could write down names, but it was in the very beginning. It was within the first week that we had moved into the Are mansion. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. That and I was like, so I remember my joke sick. coming out was like, I was like, guys, I have 400. And they were like, you have 400,000 followers? And I was you like, disgust no. me. I was like, no, I had 400. Yeah, I had 400. I Yeah. Same. But, that, but like, okay, you bring up such a good point. That right there shows you. And people always joke, are you here for the right reasons? Are you here for the wrong reason, and it, reasons? And it's become such a, like, muddied statement. Right. Who even knows what that means anymore? But it is terrifying mm-hmm. to hear that week one, 
guys are talking about followers. Mm-hmm. I mean, as leads, is it, Becca, is that not so scary? Oh, that, yeah. And I literally was about to ask this question, so I'm, thank you for the segue. Love a good segue. Um, <laughs> I'm scared for the franchise mm-hmm. and the people you're bringing through. I mean, we've watched Peter's season, and you look at the women, and they, they just seem to be different as a whole. I'm mm-hmm. not saying every single one there, but as a whole, different from what we've seen in past seasons. And I'm concerned. Well, I mean, I think, no offense, but I think that could have something to do with age. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you get some older individuals who, you know, maybe are advanced in their career, don't really care about all the social media stuff, and, you know, they've lived their life, they've had experiences, they've been in love, they've had their heart yeah. broken. I think there's more of a chance that it could end up well like it did for us. But what about the middle ground of like 40-year-olds maybe who are are divorced, have been divorced and have kids and are in that, I feel like there's you know such what, an untapped audience. Yeah. It's called The Real Housewives. <laughs> no, no, no. Those, those, women, those women are losing their men. Like that. You know, I know. So I'm they need to go on our today. show. On the show. Oh, no. Franchise. Ramona Singer told me she should be the next Bachelorette. Wait, is she single? <gasps> yeah, she's single. I haven't caught, I'm sorry. I have not caught up. Girl, but, yeah, Mario uh, cheated on her. She found this whole, oh my gosh. This Ramona. was like two seasons ago. <laughs> Ramona. Anyways, we're digressing, but no, um, I forgot why we started talking <laughs> but, about that. Oh, Like social media following. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I think, and, and what I've seen in the show, and I was actually talking about this um, with someone the other day, I think the show is now trying to adapt itself to fit the social world a little bit more. I mean, back in the day, like, I think it was on Colton's season, you saw the whole conversation about, like, Kaylin and Cassie had been talking about going to these Revolve parties. Well, what did you see in Peter's season now? Revolve became part of the narrative. And so I think they're trying to adjust a little bit more. I think it's a conversation like, look, social media and, like, these crazy cool parties and opportunities aren't going to go away. So, of course, people coming on the show are going to be open to that world. And I think if you go on being like... Yeah, sure. It's going to be cool. I'll probably go to some of those things. I'm not going to say no, but to still to still not make it like, oh, I would never do that. And if you would say that, it's terrible. It's like the hopefully you're going on the show to potentially find a partner. Like I'd hope that that was your end goal and be pleasantly surprised. But I think it's just part of the world now that people just have to confront and say like, yeah, that's a thing. And we're not going to try to hide it, but we're not going to make the entire narrative about that. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like for them to just wash the slate clean. Let's just start over. I don't want you to pick somebody from a prior season. I don't want anybody from the past. Let's just go back to how they used to do it. Let's bring in somebody who's you know, a successful businessman or woman mm-hmm. or maybe even a celebrity. Let them be the bachelor bachelorette. Let's have a whole new crop of people. And there's no rules there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what age you are, um, whether you have kids, whether you've been divorced, whether what your sexuality is. I mean, just like, let's just have a free for all mm-hmm. and start over, because I think that that's what's so great about winter games, summer games, all of this stuff. You bring in people from uh, the look of confusion on Garrett's face. No, I'm not. I'm not confused. <laughs> <laughs> he looked when I said winter summer games. He was oh like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I haven't seen those. <laughs> I, so I heard I heard Brian mention summer games today, and I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> the it has been announced at this point. Yeah. That it's coming. Yeah. Okay. So what's so cool about that? Con- I loved it. Like 
I it was off the beaten path. We never knew what we were going to get each mm-hmm. episode. We didn't know how the dates were planned, who was going to pop up. And you have all these people from different countries coming together, mm-hmm. and it's guys and girls living in the same place. That was so cool. It yeah. was refreshing. I think something like that needs to continue. Mm-hmm. I agree. I guess, why did they switch it in the first place? I think it was a situation where you saw them in the previous season. They got their heart broken. It's like you followed their journey, it's and they want to see you find love. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why they strayed away from the old school mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Becca, you mentioned something that kind of stood out to me when you were talking about how people give their opinions on what you should be doing mm-hmm. as a woman in your relationship, which oh. I feel like we get those same questions mm-hmm. too. I guess, so one, how do you navigate that? And do you feel... Like, I feel like for for us, it's a constant conversation of where are we going to live? Because like you guys, we lived in two different cities, two different states. How do we bring our lives together? I have my goals. Brian has his. Like, I'm very interested with you guys where you stand on that and Mm kind of how you work through it and where you see yourself going. Yeah, I think like you guys, it's just a constant conversation. And it's just realizing you have to compromise at times. Like, in terms of moving, it was a huge adjustment to both of us, and we couldn't agree, so we we wanted to come to a neutral territory where we could start our life together in a new ground where it wasn't like, oh, I'm just changing for you or you're just changing for me. We really wanted to make it our own, which is why we came to California. Um, but even in terms of career paths or and, and work, like, I have personally gotten a lot of, not a lot of criticism, I shouldn't say a lot, but some criticism for saying yes to the Bachelor Live on stage tour, because I'm gone for three months across the country, and Garrett will be there for part of it with me. He's going to travel and come see me, but there's been a lot of people messaging me being like, I can't believe you're leaving your partner. He must be so sad that you're like packing up to leave him and and like thank God you have such a supportive man. It's like why why as a woman can I not say yes to these amazing opportunities? Like if it was if it was a man and I and this is something I have to talk to Ben about. I'm not sure if he's gotten it. I don't think he has, but Ben's in a relationship with someone, but I don't think he's probably getting it to the same extent of like why is why as a woman is it frowned upon for me to leave and, and travel and focus on bettering myself and this career path and this new endeavor. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get that. And like, yes, of course, thank God Garrett is so supportive and I have an amazing partner that says, go do it. Like, you deserve this. Like, it's an amazing opportunity. But, but he, I mean, all that you... should matter is what, what like, if, I, if he wasn't supportive and if he was like, no, I don't think it's best, like, for our relationship right now, I wouldn't be leaving him. It's, right. it's, I didn't even know people were criticizing you for that. Yeah, I get, and I, and it's like the weirdest thing. And I swear it's It's some trolls with like changing their, their account names and it's always under new accounts, but it's, I'll I'll screenshot it. I thought I showed it to you. I get criticized all the time because people are like, you're not back in medical sales. You're just riding Becca's coattails. So that's what I get like messages about that all the time. Like you're just riding in her shadow and And, she, and I'm like, Oh my God. And what you got to chalk it up to is people don't know. And of course people will have their opinions, but at the end of the day, what matters is what we think and what we feel in Mm, our relationship and what's best. And, and you just have, I've learned to really just tune a lot of it out. Yeah. Like, of course I'll clap back at some moments and say something and respond. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to do what I want to do. Garrett is going to do what he wants to do and what's best for our relationship. Yeah, it's like, why shouldn't I would always support whatever she wanted to do, you know? It's like, I don't know. Absolutely, because in a sense, I mean, you're 
becoming a better version of yourself, mm-hmm. getting new experiences, you know, growing as a person, which yeah. I feel is yeah. only going to make you stronger as a unit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you were trying to hold her down and be like, no, you can't do that. I mean, you're not letting her spread her wings. Yeah. In sense, yeah. You know what I mean? So right. it actually takes a very strong, strong supportive and, and, and secure partner mm-hmm. to actually do what he's doing. Yeah. 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 Y'all's dynamic reminds me a lot of, of Brian you too. and myself and just, I, I what I, I think bothers me is that people try to tell us how our relationship should be, mm-hmm. and it's really the like the confines of I shouldn't say that word, but just like it really just depends on how you set it up for yourselves. And I think why do we have why does it have to be traditional where you know we go into a nine to five and you know then you you have children and you mm-hmm. like pick them up from daycare and like this is exactly how it has to be. And I think that what's beautiful is. Because for Brian and I, we like go like he moved to Dallas for me. And then when I stopped practicing law, which I got a lot of hate for, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just want to be famous and you stop yeah. practicing. It's like, why can't I just change my career? Right. And um, yeah. then I moved to Miami to support Brian and he opened up his practice there. And we are always like, OK, in two more years, we'll evaluate things. And sometimes things are aren't matching up that way and mm-hmm. you know like my career is evolving more towards L.A. But Brian has been insanely supportive and. I that's the thing that you mentioned this, Becca, and I'll just kind of like tag on to what you said is I couldn't do what I'm doing if Brian did not support me. One thousand percent. hundred percent. So this is a partnership. And why can't our relationship be okay? Maybe we have to do something by coastal for a second. Mm -hmm. And then but we have an end goal in mind. We're not trying to do this forever. And every relationship, you really have to make it your own. Like I couldn't do what I've seen other friends do in relationships like that's just not for me. And so. We just have to be there for one another, and that's what we've learned. Like, life is crazy right now. We're all over the place, and that's yeah. just what it is. There's no changing that. You just have to adapt and compromise. And, like, and if Garrett were to ever come to me and be like, hey, I'm going to do this, like, live tour show for three months, there's no way I would say no. I'd be like, go for it. When can, when can I come travel with you? You well, know, I'm going to be your groupie. Yeah. It's it, every relationship is their own, and, and, and and that's one thing I've learned. It's easy to judge. And like I myself, even back in the day, of course, I had my opinions. But I think that's one thing that the show really opened me up to was like everyone's different and you just have to do you and adapt to what is best for you and your relationship and and hope that it works out. Like, why can't people just support us and be like, oh, that's really cool that they're doing this thing together exactly that's all i was gonna say is there's so many people that want to insert their just negative comments Mm -hmm. and they're just always down and it's like they put these opinions out there and comments but if you see them in person they're like oh my god that's rachel that's brian from (laughs) and i don't know just on social media it just drives me crazy so i try to just she gets worked up about it sometimes with the comments and for me i'm just like F everybody that leaves comments like that. They don't know you personally. They don't know where you're going in life, what you want to do. And it's like, do what you want to do and go with it and go with it with like full force. Don't worry about like other people's opinions and don't let them sway you right or wrong or whatever. Just do what you know is right and what you want to try to achieve and go after it. And it's Mm -hmm. just you and I and your our families. It's like, I hate. People just piss me off. <laughs> well, and that's uh, what I love about Garrett. That's why he's fishing it's, and, and oh, going with and yeah. He's away from technology. <laughs> so he oh, do it. But he is my biggest champion. Like, he is the one where, like, for instance, one example was, like, this past week, I had to do a social promotion for a brand, and I posted the picture, and, and he 
I took a shower and he was the one coming back. He's like, I got your back, babe. Like, I'm getting all these people right now. And so he's the one like going through all the comments. I'm like, like, hey, I was just like, just a funny way, but I'm like, I thank you. Like, thank you. So I don't have to right now. And so, and that's just a, a very small example. But yeah, I'm very lucky to have him. No, I like I I'm literally sitting here and I'm like this is this is exactly yeah. how Brian and I are uh-huh. like I'm watching on I'm like this that's how we are and I think that that speaks to what makes a relationship so successful. You have a strong foundation. You have open communication. You understand that things are always changing. You have to make sacrifices. You have to compromise and you mm-hmm. have to support each other. Yeah. And that isn't easy mm-hmm. all the time, yeah. especially when you fall in love in such a public way. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their opinions about you and you have to, as you said, Garrett, cancel out the noise and yeah, just you say, do. you know what? Fuck what everybody else is mm-hmm. saying. We know who we are. We know what we have. And that is what makes us great. Yeah. yeah. And, and so- all I was getting at was she was talking about her point. It's like people in lighthearted situations or pictures or whatever, they insert like the deepest, like hardest, I don't know, negativity and their opinions and all that. And I'm just like, man, screw what they say. You know exactly what your intention was in the picture or whatever it was. Yeah. And just keep moving forward. Because yeah. if you let that stuff hold you up, it just like drags you down. Well said. And for anybody who is letting, you know, trolls or, you know, faceless people, e-thugs, as I like to call them, <laughs> you know, attack you on social media oh or in, in print or whatever, like know who you are, Stay true to that. Your circle of friends and your family members support you and they know who you are too. And that's really what you have to rest on. Don't mm-hmm. try to impress people you don't know. Don't try to be something that you're not. You know, everybody is made differently. We're all unique. And that's what makes you special because there's absolutely no one out there who is just like you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like, and thank you for tuning in to therapy <laughs> with Becca, Garrett, yeah. Brian, and Rachel. Right now. <laughs> if you like your coffee with heavy cream and four scoops of hazelnut or whatever, just keep you guys aren't aware of this but are or maybe well you should be because i mean you're be. listening to our podcast <laughs> but on bachelor happy hour becca and i love to play games with our guests so we can't leave you or let you leave without playing a game with mm-hmm. you so we're going to do rapid fire i'm going to direct my questions to garrett becca's going to direct hers to you brian <sighs> wonderful I ask a question, one word answer, unedited. No, wait, here we you go. just have to give it to us straight. I feel like this is from Sal. We're, we're like, do you want to play a game? <laughs> oh I wish we Garrett's had a camera like, here because Garrett and Brian look terrified. <laughs> They're like, what did we sign up for today, guys? All right, here we go. Rapid fire. Garrett, first thing you ever noticed about Becca? Her smile. Oh, oh, sweet. Becca, your turn. Okay. Brian, the cutest thing Rachel does is. Smile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's her laugh. It's her laugh. Oh, it is a good laugh. laugh. Yeah, she does it great. Oh, okay, Garrett. If you want a million dollars, what would you buy? I would invest it. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. Honey, I mean, that's the answer. I mean, I was hoping you would have said a boat, but (laughs) no, no, that's the answer. Too much upkeep. (laughs) Yeah, I could rent those on the weekend. Wow. I got a good guy. (laughs) Oh, sorry, Brian. (laughs) Okay, Brian, if you bought a boat, oh, segue. (laughs) If you bought a boat together, what would you name it? R&B. Oh, oh damn. damn! I 
I told Garrett on the way here, I'm like, you, they go by R and B. Like the, you get like the music. She said we could be the GBs, and I was like, okay, <laughs> the EBGBs. I said the BGs. That sounds like a disease. <laughs> now in the studio, you have BGs. Oh my gosh. Okay, Garrett. Becca's weirdest habit is. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdest habit. Let's see. Um, sleeping with her um, baby blanket. Okay. I thought you were going to say sleep talking. Well, sleep talking with her baby blanket. Do you sleep talk all the time? Do you try to shake her and ask her questions in her sleep? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, Last time, time he woke me up like hitting yeah. my back and was like, Becca, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. My dad used to, do, I used to sleep talk. I don't anymore. It's so weird. I used to sleep talk and my dad used to ask me questions like, where were you last? Like that kind of stuff. Oh, like that stuff yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. How only, much did you have to drink last night, Rachel? <laughs> the big, one of her biggest breakdowns, I'll make it quick, was uh, when she left it at a hotel and they picked it up with the sheets to take out for laundry oh, so she thought it was lost forever. We thought what was? My blanket. My baby blanket. It's literally oh, no. like this raggedy, gross thing that she washes. <laughs> Excuse you. Yeah. That she washes. But this lady, a saint of a soul, went into the laundry, which is off-site and found her baby oh blanket. My gosh. Gosh. All the hotel laundry. And her name is Jamie. Jamie, if you are listening, I still owe Shout you that dress. Shout out to Jamie. I have a Care Bear I still have. Yeah. Like from when I was born. Yeah. So. I, like, I will pig, always sleep with it. Pig. Well, Coppers my dog ate the eyes out, out of it. It's not his It's not Copper's property. That pig, it's Wilbur, okay? Charlotte's Web, obviously. has a name, Brian. Okay, Brian, your favorite thing that Rachel cooks is. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I'm very particular. I, I would say you can be honest. Salmon, salmon. I would okay. say salmon. I thought you were gonna say nothing you because I don't. Do I thought you were gonna say cereal or something. I was like, okay, I do make good salmon. Okay, Garrett, if you could be any animal, what would it be? Bald eagle. Without a doubt. Why? Give it, why? America. America. <laughs> um, I just think uh, raptors, you know, they're at the top of the food chain and they can fly and soar and just look down. And then I love sushi, so they're always eating fish. I feel like Garrett has thought about this answer before. So Next question. Animal fishes, Next he question. likes fishing. Yeah. I mean, that's perfect. Because yeah. yeah. they're protecting yeah. an animal and no one can touch him. They're so majestic. <laughs> You are so majestic, yes. I will say. All right, Brian, the last movie you watched together was? Uh, ooh. The last movie? I don't even know. Don't it was know. probably more like a Netflix show. What was the it? Out, the Outsider? Is that what it's called? Oh, that's I on HBO. That. Oh, it's on HBO. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay, well that's it. So we was keep it, falling it, asleep. Should in we it? watch it? No, we've it? we've seen like we've literally. I think we're still in the first episode. We <laughs> like, fall asleep every what, single time. What's your favorite show that you guys watch together? Power. Oh, we got a couple. Power, Homeland, Scott. By the way. Oh, okay. I want to. I want to actually watch Homeland. I have it. I have a whole list in my phone. You haven't yeah. seen one episode? Mm -mm. Oh my god! Oh yeah, you're ready for it. It's it's great. Okay, um, Garrett, <laughs> where would you want to retire? Oh, um. On a golf course. Okay. But, but what town? That's a good question. It's a safe answer. This could be a point of contention between you two. He's like, Reno. <laughs> She's like, no. Oh, that would be solid, but... Um, 
Are you trying to I'll just thoughts? say neutral. Yeah, neutral I'll just say Indian. Location. I'll just say India. You can say Tahoe. I wouldn't mind that. Oh, oh Tahoe would be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. On a golf course in Tahoe. We've never been. We talk about going there. We've never been. You yeah. need to. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love Tahoe. And, and Reno, too. I mean, it is beautiful, but Tahoe is like this whole new. Brian, if you had access to a time machine, when and where would you want to go with Rachel? If I had access to a time machine? Oh, wow. Um. <laughs> uh, I would say back to the proposal day. Oh, good one. That's a good, safe answer. Yeah. Yeah, would you, it was, it was would you want moment. it to be a little a less beginning. windy? Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's so it was f- funny. They told me to like pick her up, and it was just a bad move. Well, her yeah. dress was so heavy. Well, her dress was heavy, um, and there was like a bunch of rocks, and it was like a downhill slope. Yeah, and I was it like, was... this is probably not the best idea. Is that I would either guys... take Becca back to third grade and see how much of a brat she was, or go to the future <laughs> and see how we're looking. <laughs> third grade, I wasn't a brat. It wasn't until about oh, fifth or sixth oh, okay, grade. Okay, yeah. okay. That's, I didn't even think about the future. <laughs> Although, you I was afraid what? of his answer because I, I was like, there's only a certain number of time periods that I, I can go back to where things I'll... were okay for me, so <laughs> I need to be, I'm if, scared. If I was to be the second answer, we always have this debate, like, College Brian would would oh, have no would have no chance with this. College Rachel. Oh, yeah, we so talk, I just wanted I to like, see how compatible we yeah, were back at that time. That's I a think, good one. I think I would have swept you off. We your feet. always oh. talk about that. <laughs> we're looking at uh, Garrett right now. There's no way. Sure. That's what we Becca say. That's what we back. say. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Okay, Garrett, describe Becca in three words. Smart, beautiful, uh, courageous. Oh wow! Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Courageous. courageous. That was a good huh? one. That yeah. was a good yeah. one. I was not expecting that was courageous. Nice. Like, that, that was, was a good one. You said it. I was like, yes. Yeah, you gotta you. have some courage to get out there and do that and travel the <laughs> nation. Well, you're doing it with me, so hey. Okay. You're yeah. I'll be too. backstage. <laughs> 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 not on stage. Yeah. Yeah. like, wait, do I have to come? No, you're coming on sometimes. Well, I have to follow the lead, Brian. What are three words that you would describe Rachel? Rachel, I would say, ambitious, mm. strong, and beautiful. Very nice. Oh, I agree yes. with all of those. Oh, thank you guys. You guys, you're getting laid. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I have a question. This is my question. Give it to us. G. He cocked his head back. He's, I can't like, wait. he's like really excited right now. All right. You know how like when you're talking and you're in here and you have conversation and uh, you're like serious but you're having fun. Mm-hmm. Like when you guys are alone and you go home, do you have, do you break into different voices? Let me give you an example. Please. Okay. So, I already say oh, yes. I'm scared for this. I already say yes. <laughs> so, do you? All right, let me hear what yours would be. Like, <laughs> like sometimes oh, I'll just... That's the example. How would you talk to her? Like, if you were at home and, like, you were trying to be cute or say something funny or whatever. I don't, just, think, it's, I don't think it's necessarily meant to be cute. Or it doesn't well, be. it'll be, like, little zingers here and there. Yeah. Like, she'll say, like, oh, really, Rach? Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> 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 we do do that. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I like to do it. Just, like, just random voices. Do you, uh, I take it y'all do it, too. Yes. Give it to me. I don't know. I'll be like... Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. He did so many though. <laughs> yeah, although I'm laughing too hard that it won't come out right. Wait, but I paint, gotta paint, hear it. paint the picture. Like, why would you be doing this? It'll just be like Becca will ask, you know, a question that is so obvious, and or like uh, 
so in the morning, say she's like, hey, can you run down and grab like the mail from the post office or whatever? And then I come in, she's like, hey, did you grab the mail? I'm like, yes. And then like 45 minutes later, she'll be like, Garrett, did you grab the mail? And I'll be like, Yes, Becca, I grabbed the mail for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But we, I guess we would do, like, you'd be like, yeah, Rachel, blah, 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 blah. Like, we, we do do that, okay? But then sometimes it's like we'll go back and forth, and I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like I just talked like that for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then he has this voice with Minnow. I don't know if it's, like, supposed to be Minnow's voice. We have voice. a dog voice. We yeah. have a dog voice. Then he'll do it sometimes, like, give us, let me give us the Minnow voice. Never. Give us the Minnow voice. Which one Like, is the, the one that you've done for, like, the farmer's dog and stuff. Oh, hey, it's me, Minnow here. And <laughs> <laughs> but he'll talk like that. So all in the morning, we'll wake up and he'll have like Minnow because she sleeps yeah. in bed with us and he'll have her like on his chest and he'll be like, what are we going to do? I can't even do it. Okay, I but we, it we do it. add like a voiceover and they're like, we can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to work. They're like, we can't humanize a dog, so yeah, we have yeah. to No, we that. do it too. And I usually, I'll usually say, that's not Copper's voice. That's not what he sounds like. I don't know what it is. But we're like, hi, honey, how's it going? You're doing good today? Like, we <laughs> Minnow likes it. She comes towards you. <laughs> that's exactly yeah, she knows. Yeah. Hi, uh, honey, how's it going? Like, the, like your ears. And, <laughs> oh, for like a long that? time, we'll talk like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, do you like Auntie Rachel's voice? <laughs> Rachel, I will say you have one of the best voices. Like, oh, listening they, back on the podcast, I'm so jealous of your voice. I'm I, just, yeah. Brian says it's soothing, too. He's it like, is. It's so soothing. Oh, well, thank you. It's just, it's a good one. Thank you. You don't have, like, the Midwest accent like I do, so I'm jealous. <laughs> so, yeah, my, she gets my southern accent hard. comes out sometimes when I'm drinking and, you know, it's like the draw. It's nice. Yeah. I like it. I feel like I was just hitting on you. <laughs> no, guys, thank you so much for being here. I think I love when, you know, when we have our voice, it's great when we have mm -hmm. guests come on, but it's so great to have the male opinion. It is. But then also just like our significant others here, and mm -hmm. we can just talk on a completely different level. So we love having you here. Yeah. That means you have to come back. Honestly, Becca, I don't think they have a choice. They don't. Like, you will be back here. <laughs> We're their secretary, we'll so we'll make the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> but I love these times that we have together, and I hope you guys enjoyed listening as well i hope you learned something not just about the bachelor franchise not just about the background of our relationships but just how to navigate this thing called life and you know having a successful relationship and we're just giving you our tools and what helped us that doesn't mean that it's the same thing for you you have to kind of figure out this yourself so mm -hmm. anyways thanks for tuning in we hope you come back next week of course we're going to have a fantastic episode for you so this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, 
being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.